What's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm Tara, and welcome to Anxiety Drive, where we talk about all things anxious, nerves, and nonsense. I'm Ryan, and today, <laughs> today we got some uh, our submissions episode as we've been going back and forth through um, our own categories and other people's suggestions. Yay, yay for suggestions. I know it's probably my fault because I haven't been like being super present like on Instagram and stuff with the podcast stuff. It's we're trying to get back into uh gear, I think. But um Yeah, I didn't get so many this week. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's okay though. I just quit my job as we talked about but- as we talked about on the last episode so uh i've been busy myself tara's been busy we've been busy (sighs) we just don't have time for anything ever yeah but i want to like make sure i'm being consistent with stuff it's just hard especially like when it comes to social media for me like i am the one that really is on that (laughs) when it comes to like our instagram and stuff and I don't I like doing it. I like hearing from you guys. I like posting stuff about it. It's just uh there's a lot of times where I don't even want to like look at my phone sometimes and I get really in my head about things and I'm like, Oh, I haven't even been on Instagram or anything in like days, so life gets in the way and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's just it'll be good. It'll be fine. We do have a few though left from like previous weeks and I almost pulled apart my mic and I mean my headphones whatever this is to the million cords we have in our budget studio yeah. right now pretty great it's awesome <laughs> we have some great suggestions uh as always you can reach out to us uh, I handled the email uh and thank you to everyone who's emailed us the absolute zero people it means so much i mean you're making me work out here so i got the email side tara takes care of all the social media um but you can email us at anxiety drive at gmail.com or anxiety underscore drive on Instagram. Yeah. Any suggestions, anything you want to hear about, any advice, anything like that. And it doesn't have to be like all mental health stuff, you know? Like we talk about that a lot because it's what we go through a lot. Um, but it doesn't have to be like everything has to be about our mental issues or what we're going through. I mean, we're probably going to hit on it like a lot. But if you have other things you want to know or questions or advices that aren't anxiety geared, we'll probably answer them. We'll definitely answer them. You're just probably going to get our anxious answers <laughs> about them. You're going to get our shitty anxious opinions about everything. Yeah. But I'd love to hear other, you know, lighthearted topics. I've been, I've been, you know what? We normally at the beginning of these podcasts we'd like ask each other how we're doing, how we're feeling, what's been going on. I'm just gonna jump right in and say I'm not doing great. <laughs> it's been a tough week all the way around. <laughs> I'm not doing well, you guys. Um so lighthearted sounds fun for me right now. Sounds like a little bit of a distraction. 
what I need. Um, I don't know what it is either. I mean, I, okay. I do know. I think I'm pretty sure I do know what it is. I just don't really know how to explain it or like without going into like the painstaking, boring details of how and why I feel the way I do. But a big part of it is I have been off my meds for about a month consistently. And I do this to myself uh, periodically <laughs> because I feel like I'm doing fine. And it's not even like I'm like consciously making a choice. It's just I just forget how like psycho I am. And then when I'm on medication because I feel like a normal human being for once and then I just forget to like take them. <clears throat> take like my mood stabilizers and my antidepressants and stuff for like a few days like a couple days turns into like a couple more than a couple days turns into a week turns into like two weeks turns into like a month and then when I start freaking the fuck out and busting out in tears I'm just sad all the time and I feel all the energy leave my body I'm like why do I feel this way and I'm like oh that's right you feel normal this is my normal I just forget that this is my normal. And I'm pretty sure anybody that's taken like and like mood stabilizers at least. I can't speak for everything, but I feel like you forget about like pain that you go through, you know? Like you forget how much the reason why I get tattoos. I have a bunch of tattoos. I get tattoos and then I'm working on my sleeve right now. It's been taking me over two years to get it done because it hurts like a bitch and then i need to like wait until i kind of forget how badly it hurts to be like okay i'm ready again because after i'm like oh, i never want to do that again it was terrible it was awful so yeah after i get back from vacation i'm hopping back on my meds <laughs> <laughs> wish me luck hopefully i don't go off the deep end in mexico this weekend but we'll see and then there's me we'll see what happens I'm doing okay. I'm <laughs> life, just life. That's all I have to say. How I don't. Was not how was coming back to your old job? Coming back to the old job, it's a transition for sure. <laughs> Especially when you go from working at nine p.m. to working or waking up at four p or four a.m. and then doing that for a month and a half, and then switching back to fucking only nine p.m. It's such a fucking transition. I'm not a morning person at all, so it took me like everything in my willpower to be able to wake up that early. But now that I'm back on schedule, it's like it's definitely more comfortable. I'm definitely happier sleeping in and all that. But it's also it's just different doing something else consistently. Yeah, it must be like a you're like flopping your whole schedule around. I can't, we can just do an episode on sleep. I have like a couple things I want to talk about in the next couple episodes, but we, we do we need to that. do. Like we're pre we're pretty bad episode. at sleep. We're terrible at sleep, dude. I've had insomnia. We don't have to get into it right now, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll get into it some other time because I feel like we can do a whole episode. It's on an idea for sleep. next episode. Yeah. we'll talk about it <laughs> we'll talk about it. there's a lot to talk about when it comes to sleep <clears throat> oh my goodness 
before we get into our topics, um, I just want to say, Fireball, I love you. And uh, in honor of that, we're going to take a Fireball. I'm calling a Fireball break early on. Okay, that's really early. But also, let me just, can I preface this break by saying I'm struggling, you guys. And I feel really bad about it because even though this podcast is only six episodes deep now, we've been recording since the beginning of the year since like january okay so it's been like six months of us practicing and recording figuring out our format our dynamic um on radio i guess um for a while so but i before that i've been drinking fireball for a long time (laughs) I would be the person to show up with a at the party with like a handle of fireball or a bottle of fireball and everyone would be like, Oh, who wants to take a shot? Everyone's like, Ew. That's disgusting. The best, though. And I'm like, What? I have like maybe one shout out Joe or maybe like two friends that like fuck with fireball the way I, I do. Um But ever dude, ever since I read their nutri- the nutrition facts, I still want you to sponsor us, you guys. Like Fireball, please. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> you're the reason I'm here today. <laughs> Fireball, you're you're the reason I'm sitting here. Tara talked about the podcast and I said, What if we got sponsored by Fireball? And she's like, Oh, that'd be sick. And I was like, I'm in. I'm still going to <laughs> drink Fireball. Okay, I love it too much to let it go, but I do think I may need to cut back a little bit. Fireball, send us a bottle and we won't be able to cut back during our podcast. Yeah. We'll see how this goes. We'll try to do. I'm gonna try to do like a fireballless episode one. We've one of tried. these days we've tried. One of these days when we're more when I'm more seasoned, <laughs> and like less awkward and fucking weird. If you guys could see me try to start this podcast. Since Tara does the intro, <laughs> it takes like <laughs> when we're like ready, everything set, ready to go, ready to record the podcast. It probably takes us five to ten minutes to actually get settled in and be able to just get through the intro look i'm sure when i'm like 50 episodes deep i'll be able to like be like yep let's go let's do this right now i'm not there it's still a little bit of a like <clears throat> a shell shock to me when it's time to go so fireball but... we need your help and we'll be right back be right back welcome back fireballs kicking my ass but (laughs) here we are that's why we love you (laughs) um fireball not you (laughs) (laughs) my heart i don't care (laughs) anyway so our first submission or whatever topic is from brianna alexis and she wanted to know how to uh, overcome anxiety when you're under a lot of pressure. This from a few weeks ago, but let's get into it. Pressure. I feel like this question <clears throat> is probably one of the, I feel like it can be like the loudest question when you're in it. When I, when I'm like, right, if you were to ask me this last week, I would have had a lot of advice answers maybe or suggestions but i i feel a lot of pressure this week 
and I'm very overwhelmed this week for a lot of different reasons. Um, and so it's a little hard, harder for me to answer because I'm not handling it well. <laughs> I feel like most people that are anxious um, or have any sort of like other issues uh, with their like mental stability, emotional stability. Um, this is this is one of the hardest ones because it's. It, this is not a thing that not that I don't you don't have like an episode every day or you don't like struggle every day with anxiety maybe little parts of the day it's not like everybody's like hopefully not dealing with like panic attacks rolling panic attacks every single day of every like year, every week I mean I do often and there's sometimes that are more often than others but <clears throat> I feel like when you're under a lot of pressure or when you feel very stressed out or when you're really overwhelmed I think that's like make or break it time and I don't handle those moments well example I'm getting married at the end of the year Ooh. and I'm excited and everything I really am um, I'm excited to move forward to like um, that part of my life and there's a lot of things I'm really stoked for, but like the process of it all um, for someone like me is really difficult to, I feel like, take in. I, I didn't even want to do like, I didn't want to go the route that we went with for our, our wedding because I didn't want to be stressed out about it. I was like, I'd rather pay 20 plus thousand dollars let somebody else deal with all the ends like all the little details and like bullshit that i don't have to deal with and i'll be happier but it's just it just i can't just i couldn't justify doing that <clears throat> and so um, we're going we're doing it different <laughs> in a way that like involves a lot of my say so and what i want and things like that and that's really hard because i have a lot of people all the time asking me questions and th that's just how it is it's not me complaining it's just it is that's how it it's supposed to be but because I have such a hard time with like dealing with the stress of it all and like the pressure of it all like sometimes every question's like another thousand pound fucking brick on my back and I'm like fuck like, I don't want to think about this anymore <laughs> anymore today but you know it is what it is so I don't know Brian you you take it from here <laughs> I don't do well with pressure and anxiety I, I wish I I let me think on this for a minute because <laughs> I've been struggling lately so if I can put my emotions aside and try to come up with like a decent response I'm pretty sure I can but right now I'm like pressure i feel so much pressure i don't know how anyone does this shit like tara said we should all just fucking kill ourselves <laughs> jesus like tara said uh just kidding you guys please don't do that if you would have asked us a week ago about this topic which is when we figured out we were going to talk about it when we wrote the outline for this episode we try to stay a week in ahead with that but if you had asked us a week ago, we were like, oh, we could talk about this. We could talk about this. We could talk about this. We had like so many endless ideas. But at a day like today, when you're 
you have the anxiety and you are under pressure in that moment your mind becomes scrambled and it's harder to think or talk or just process so many fucking different things yeah you guys i'm here <laughs> <laughs> this is good as it's gonna get right now no i'm just kidding but it's a great question it's a really hard question to answer but there are i feel like good things you can take away from this um de- dealing with the anxiety under pressure whether that means like a social situation in a relationship like my example is for work like working at the bar i'm a bar back still i haven't become a bartender because i don't want i want to be able to walk away the pressure i don't want the pressures of being a bartender but sometimes depending on the situation Putting yourself under that pressure can be good for you to help you overcome um, a certain situation like that. Period. But dealing with the anxiety under pressure like that becomes so stressful and overwhelming during that time. My best thing, it's, it's coping mechanisms come into play. So you can walk away, take a breath, come back, or, you know, think about, go to your happy place, think about something else, do something like that. Um, there's no real way to overcome anxiety under pressure other than working through that situation and make being comfortable being able to be comfortable through an under pressure anxiety filled situation is so much so much more important than you can ever think it sucks and it's terrifying going through those situations but if you're able to deal with them and handle it i think it 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 resolves in a much better outcome because i know if you're able to handle a situation like that whatever it may be you go through it once the second time doesn't seem so scary you know so by the fucking 10th time you have to deal with it it becomes easier and easier and easier just like me at work like i've definitely become more comfortable i've established my place at work and i'm a lot more comfortable with you know taking orders talking to people approaching people or anything like that but uh it's something that in my opinion each individual has to approach differently no and i like what you said about like keeping that in mind so like when you feel like you're under pressure to me it means like stress it means I feel overwhelmed it means I feel like I'm tackling too many things at once it means I'm my mind is kind of being a little bit obsessive and not like allowing me to like think of like com- not able to like compartmentalize like things you know like not being able to like focus on one thing at a time instead of thinking of everything all at once at the same time and that's really hard and i tend to do that a lot when i'm stressed out because i feel it's like compounding so i start thinking about one thing that's like stressing me out and then i'm like oh and then there's this oh and then there's this and oh and then there's this and it's like never ending you know so i think having that like top of mind when like you're starting to feel that way is super important like realizing that feeling the like that pressure feeling overwhelmed 
and realizing like, hey, I'm going to get through this. And when I do get through this, I know I'm going to be stronger for it. I know I'm going to be able to handle it better next time. Like having the like kind of you're putting like confidence in yourself before you even deal with like dealing with it um, is a really good piece of advice. And also like most of the time when I feel extremes, extreme amount of pressure or like I'm really overwhelmed. I'm sure you guys can hear it in my voice right now. Um, but usually what I've noticed is that in those moments, it's things I've wanted. You know what I mean? It's like, I wanted to get married. <laughs> I asked for me to meet a person that I loved enough, that loved me enough that this would ha happen. I wanted this job or was trying to get out of my old situation and now I'm in this situation, which is what I wanted. It's just a new set of usually set of challenges and that can cause stress and be overwhelming and cause like pressure. But I think that helps me a little bit when I like, I haven't been able to practice gratitude very, very much in the past like week or so. And it's really easy to like tell somebody like, just dude, be, be grateful, be grateful, be grateful. You're in this situation and not in the one you were before. Yes, I'm so grateful that these are my problems. I'm so grateful to have these problems versus my old problems or obstacles. But obstacles, they are nonetheless. You know what I mean? So I still have to figure out how to overcome them. But I do think it's heavily, you know, to do with like perspective. And even just talking about it right now, which I mean, like if me and Ryan when we get together before our podcast starts, he like picks me up and we come get started on this whole thing. If I sat there and I talked to him about everything I was going through or feeling or dealing with since the last time I, we worked together or whatever, we would never start this podcast because <laughs> it would be a lot. So um, even just talking about it now, like I feel a little bit of a sense of relief, like knowing it's like stuff you already I already know but hearing it being able to talk about it you know sometimes that's that's a really good thing to do like you have all this shit going on in your head and it feels like it's never ending and it feels like you you're not ever gonna be able to like get through it or overcome it just talk about it dude talk about it and it's gonna feel less and less and less you know you're gonna be able to maybe sometimes feel like okay I can breathe now or I'm like I'm not freaking out over it like um it's just a good reminder sometimes to like about things you already know like there's always going to be pressure in your life and there's always going to be pressure and stress <clears throat> in every single like chapter of your life that you go through and how you handle it is is a big deal you know it's a big deal for a lot of other reasons for a lot of reasons it's a big deal because of how you handle it, how it shows the world, your partner, your friends, how you handle things, your employer. It, you know, it's, it's something that you should be able to get better at over time. It's not going to be perfect. And 
for me, I feel like almost every time I go through like a very high stress situation in my life, it always starts out this way where I'm, I feel the way I feel right now. But it doesn't last as long, you know. I may have cried one time today versus 20 times I would have cried like five years ago about something so much smaller. Like it's a big, big changes. I feel like you go in your, through, that you're going through in your life as you get older. They're not like small things like, oh, my tire got flat. What am I going to do? You know what I mean? I don't have enough money to get a fucking tire. Like you can figure out a fucking way to work. It's like these there are bigger problems to be had and i know that i deal with them in a better way than i than i would have when i was younger so i guess that's something to be to recognize or be happy about or whatever but yeah i think just having those little reminders to yourself when you're under a lot of pressure hey you may have wanted this so remember that you asked for this and also hey Maybe dealing with this will lead you into like a stronger part of your being are good things. Do you have anything to add? I don't, honestly. Like it's all about the way you approach it, how you can get through it, how you've handled it, and then repeating the process. It's never any fun dealing with any kind of heavy pressure on your shoulders especially with anxiety going on because the last thing you want is to be inside of your head about something so you have to basically come back to reality reset your mind and work through it it's not fun it's never easy but it's something we basically deal with in everyday life part of being a human exactly one of the other <laughs> so many fun ways awesome ways it is to be a fucking human being okay moving on so amber thank you so much for always participating amber you're awesome love you so much but she asked a couple weeks ago how do you manage your health your mental health without hurting your partner it's a struggle that's for fucking sure um <clears throat> Just recently, uh, as we've previously uh, discussed with my job that I just quit, um, it took a toll on me. Physically, mentally, emotionally. And it's hard to balance work, social, and a relationship. It's hard as fuck. Especially when you have friends... Who asks you to go out every fucking weekend? Don't look at me. You invited us. I invited you one time. I didn't invite you. When was the last time I invited you guys to do anything? Every weekend. No, it's not me. Every weekend. That's our other friends that are involved as well. It's not just. Every weekend. Okay. Well, <laughs> apparently I'm getting all the blame for this, but. It's all Tara's fault. It's not. But, you know, working. Like, say you work at 95, <laughs> like working at 95, coming home, having to spend time with your girlfriend or whoever, and then going back to sleep, you know, with only so much time during your day to take care of your personal shit, your relationship stuff, 
anything around the house, whatever you have to do on a daily, a daily task kind of thing. And then having your weekends, your weekends are like your free time only to be taken up by friends, but it's not, it's not necessarily a problem either, but it's just trying to fit everything in. Like life is so much, so much more than just work. But all of that can add up to so much because uh, what you take in at work um, and your social life and everything like that always comes back to your partner, essentially. Because your partner is the number one person you trust. It's the number one person you talk to. It's the number one person you share everything with. Um, and I know that like even if you... Like say you've had a bad month at work and you come home and you, all you do is talk about how shitty work has been. Um, one, your partner's probably not going to want to hear it. But they're, they're going to. And being able to discuss everything like that, like coming home from any kind of thing and experience, like having a bad day or anything like that is going to take a toll not only on you, but it's also going to take a toll on your partner because like I said, everything that you do or anything like that has a reflection on your partner. And it's not the easiest to take in, especially as, as a partner. Like for example, my girlfriend has had a pretty shitty month at work. And like, I don't mind when like she calls and she tells me all about her bad day or anything like that. Of course, the number one thing I'm going to do and I want to do is be there for her and help her and, you know, guide her through it basically. But it also takes a toll on me. Um, I wouldn't say negatively necessarily, but it can, I, I know it can. Because if you or your partner is not making enough money or they're not happy at work, they basically bring that home. So it's like a two, it's like, it's a double, it's a two way street, right? So there's times and I'm sure it happens. I know it happens both ways. Like you're not always going to be on the same page as your partner. You're just not. It's impossible for you guys both to be going through the same things at the same time, being in the same mood at the same time. Like, there's been plenty of times where I'm so fucking in a bad place and I can tell when I come home and I just am not feeling it and my fiance is in a completely different mindset than me or like mood than I am and it's hard because I feel badly for like talking about what I'm going through because I don't want to like drag him down or like like fuck up the mood but it happens both ways like there's times where he, I can just see how defeated he is when he walks through the door and I'm just like so excited to see him and I'm like, oh, like, oh, 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 what's going on? Like, is everything okay? But that's just natural. It's what it means to be in a relationship and your partnership is never going to be 50-50. It's always going to be, you all sh always sh should, be, if there's 100%, I'm going to use it in a way that's not normally used, but say <clears throat> I have a hundred percent to give every single day. And I think it's like, I heard this on like another podcast to be better podcast to be exact. Shut out. I fucking love their podcast so much. Um, it's a couple, it's a married couple that talk about it. And 
I believe. And um, one thing they talk about is like just communi- communicating with your partner and like what you're able to do and give and like be. And so like I love it so much because they talked about like, you know, having that open line of communication with your partner and being like, I I need 80% of you today because I'm struggling. I can only give like 20%. Like, wh- where are you at? And they can be like, I got you. I got you on 100. I can, what do you need from me? You know, do you need me to like take anything off your shoulders? Like, do you need to somebody to talk to you? Can I make anything easier for you? And like, that's awesome. That, that's not all, that's not the way it's going to be a lot of the time. So you can also come to your partner and be like, bro, I got like 40%. <laughs> bro, I'm struggling. I got 10%. Like I'm, 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 I'm having a hard day. And they could be like, dude, I only have about 30%. Like I'm fucked up too. Today's been like a rough day for me. Like you come together and figure out what you both can like do to be there for your partner, but also like tell them where you're at. So it's not just like, it takes a toll on both of you regardless you know what i mean like you i can't lie and say like it's super easy for me if for multiple days in a row my fiance comes home and is complaining about work and you know having a hard time and i can only give so much advice and like try to be there for what i for what he needs me to be but i am my own person too and i'm not always able to give he needs i i wish in a perfect world i feel like your your chosen partner that you chose should could give you everything that you want but or need but that's just not the way it is and like that has to be kind of respected on both ends and it's not really fair to put that on somebody and it's not really fair to like not give a shit about your partner at the same time so i just think in order to like manage your mental health in a way that is caring for your partner as well for yourself is to just have as much communication as you can about how your day's going, how do you feel, what what are you able to give, what's going on, you know? And I don't think the question about how to manage your mental health without hurting your partner, oh, there goes my notebook, is, isn't really... you're going to be hurt. You know what I mean? There's no way that anybody that's ever had to be in a relationship with me has not been hurt. Just me dealing with my own shit. Cause what I deal with is not easy and it's not fun sometimes. And it's not meant to be or intentionally like made to hurt anyone, but it's really hard to like not take that on yourself sometimes. But I feel like if you talk about it, you know, you try to, be as open as you can and talk about like what you're how you're feeling what you're going through that day what you need what you're able to give could help and not worrying so much about how that's hurting your partner or like giving your partner the opportunity to know like kind of where you're at yeah communication is key i hate that fucking phrase so much but it's it's true but it's it's true. true it's true it is so true Moving into our next two topics. Uh, Erica. 
Erica, before we um, get into your topic, get into your topic, I would just like to say, Fireball, I love you once again, <laughs> and in honor of you, I'm take I'm making Tara take another Fireball break, just for you. So we'll be right back. Oh Lord. And we are back, and we're gonna get straight into it. Um, next suggestion is from Erica, and it says, "How anxiety affects your memory." Ooh. which is one we picked because we really really liked it <clears throat> because right now is the perfect example just like our first topic the first time we read it we had so many different ideas and now we have no fucking clue <laughs> that's such a good example <laughs> literally i was like thinking i was like when do because i have a really good memory like i just i do i have a great memory when people try to like combat my memory because I know I'm like I'm right because I have such a good memory and I'm like normally people that are trying to combat my memory don't have as good of a memory and I'm like no I know what I said or I know what happened unless I was drunk then different <laughs> story but yeah that's a really good example um that also goes along with our first um topic because my example in that was work and my example for this is work because if you're under a lot of pressure and dealing with a lot of things or multiple things at once and trying to you know keep it under control things get lost like i said with with work like if you're taking a drink order and say you have a full fucking bar 20 30 people you take one drink order and you're trying to get to from this person and the next person and the next person and the next person 90% of the time, you're going to forget to drink. You're going to forget something. You're going to have to go back and fucking ask them what they wanted or something or you scramble or anything like that. But anxiety can really fuck with your head, especially oh, yeah. in that kind of under pressure. 100%. Um, normally, I'm like super good. At, like I've always been like a very busy body type of person. And so... I can have like a lot of things going at the same time and like not have to like write it down or like overbook myself or anything like that because I'm just, I'm constantly thinking about it. So I don't really need like, I don't forget usually, but there are definitely, as I can recall now, like there are definitely times where like if I'm stressed out or if I have a lot of anxiety that I'm like, somebody like, Oh, like, are you still going to cut my hair today? And I'm like, oh, fuck, I completely forgot about that. Or, like, it's, yeah, like at work, normally I'm, like, super on top of it. I can multitask like a, a motherfucker. And then if I'm, like, really overwhelmed at work or, like, I'm having a, an anxiety-filled day. Or sometimes, like, anxiety can be, like, circumstantial sometimes, you know? Like, sometimes it comes... M a lot of times it comes in for no reason, out of nowhere, for nothing. And I feel like I'm more used to that. So, like, I kind of know, like, I recognize that more to be like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. I know this is what I'm dealing with. So, like, I kind of, like, can, like, prepare myself for it. Which just sounds crazy because that's random. But I've been dealing with that since I was, like, 16. It's circumstantial stuff that, like, is more, like abrupt for me and i don't know what to do about it at that time 
you know what I mean? Like somebody can, somebody in my family usually can trigger me to have like a lot of anxiety or like a panic episode. And that, of course, happens usually when I'm at work or I'm doing something or like something social brings it on. And like I go through like a, I dissociate and I hate, I feel like that word gets thrown around so much. And I know that I'm sure there's so many people in this world that can understand what it means to like dissociate. But having to like explain it to somebody or like, how do you, I don't even, how do you even explain to somebody? I don't, I don't know how to do that. You know what I mean? Like I've had people be like, are you okay? And it's because I've been staring off into space for like 30 seconds to a minute. That's literally what I was going to say is like, it can be something as simple as holding a conversation, like telling a story and like, say you had a bad day at work or whatever and you're having a normal conversation carrying along and like somebody's talking about something. I know cause me, like I know a lot of people with anxiety like to prepare what they're going to say next. Like if you were, <laughs> if you're talking about something at work, it's, I'm going to be like, I'm basically readying my answer to be like okay yeah i understand that because this happened and i know a lot of the times because of that people get carried away in their own mind and literally forget what they were going to say like it's it can be as simple as a regular like how are you doing conversation because you can be so distracted and filled with anxiety you forget something as simple as you know what even happened today like yeah like what did you do yesterday uh like i have no fucking idea what'd you have for dinner um even like when we're before we started the podcast i was like trying to get the last episode ready to like upload and stuff i sat there and would stare at my computer for a good long while and be like what the fuck was i doing you know like I know what I was doing, but like what, like my train of thought was like going, and then it just stops, and I feel like then time goes by, and then I'm like, I snap out of it, and I'm like, where did my thoughts go? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was just thinking of something, or I just had something in my brain that I wanted to say or use or do or, or whatever, and then it's just gone, and it's not like it's just, oh, I'm thinking, thinking, it's gone. It's like, oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking pause it's gone for like, like <laughs> x amount of time and then i'm like realize i'm like oh what was i what was i thinking about what was i doing what was i gonna say it's like this like piece of for me anyway it's like a piece of time that's that i can't really recollect you know what i mean it's I like missing i can't tell you how many times in a conversation even with you having a conversation have you know talking for fucking 10 minutes straight and i'm like i have no idea what i was saying or what was my thing is what was i just saying what was i just talking about because i have no idea because if i said if i'm telling you something and you have a response to that like i said i'm preparing an answer for your next thing but I'm also thinking exactly about what you're saying and my mind just time, gets yeah. fucking lost and I have no idea <laughs> what like I previously said. Usually like we're pretty like on, I won't say like on opposite sides of things, but like there's times like I come in like I'm all fucked up in my, in my mind. 
everyone's like, oh, are you ready to go? And I'm like, no, dude, I'm not. <laughs> and then there's times where I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, are you stoked on this? And you're like, oh, no, like, I'm not. <laughs> but I feel like there was one, I don't remember exactly when, but there was one day that I think we were like, we just took so long to get started. And it wasn't that we were like lost in like conversation or like talking about stories or anything like that. We're like sitting to ourselves and just like quiet and being like, I don't even know what what to like talk about or what we were going to say, what I was going to say or how to like get this moving really, you know. And that's why I said this ties in with the anxiety under pressure for sure. Yeah, it does. But it does, it definitely affects like, I don't want to say like memory. Like when you think of memory, I feel like people, even me, I think of like long-term memories, you know. I have a pretty good long-term memory, but when I have a lot of anxiety, it's not about memory as much as it's about being present. You know, like being present in the moment and what's going on and like tackling that focus and, and what you're doing can become extremely difficult. And it's tough when that happens because I'm a very, like, I, I'm not always great at it, but I try to plan. I try to like be present i try to like get done what i plan set out to do and that not being able to do that kind of fucks with me a little bit you know and that's i don't know if i don't know if that has anything to do with being an anxious person or having anxiety like having an anxiety condition or disorder or whatever <clears throat> i think anyone could have like negative self-talk my negative self-talk and I'm not saying that's like I can only speak from my experience I'm not saying it's worse than anyone else's but usually like besides me being like a catastrophic thinker like when I'm not living up to what I think is like my full potential I'm so hard on myself even in that moment even if I know I have a lot going on like I don't give myself grace and be like you know what relax it's okay you have a lot of things going on right now talking to myself like in a good way it's like you fucking suck like you're a failure that's why you can't even fucking do a podcast like what are you like you're a fraud why are you even here right now like that's what goes through, goes through my head and like the simplest things is like me not being able to like write a description <laughs> in time or like you know what i mean like me just writing the description of the last episode won't I was doing it. Yes, there should be some like form of like accomplishment when you do something like, and I do feel that in a way. But you it feel comes more relief than anything. I feel like, like especially with dealing something with like that, like that. You're you're trying to get it done because it's something you want to do, and it's it's something you strive for. But it's such a relief once you get it done. It is. And it's that's like, like a a thousand pound weight off your fucking shoulder it is and it, that's what i was gonna say like it is it is it feels good to like get it done like get something done especially something i could have done a long time ago and thought i was gonna be really hard and then i did it and i was like oh fuck yeah i did it but like as i'm doing it in my mind i'm like you fuck like you, you fucking loser. like why didn't you do this a long time ago or why is it taking you so long like i don't know 
anxiety definitely fucks with your memory and many different ways than one but the way you said you know you're in you're, you're being in the present you're dissociating i love that it's not necessarily like a long term like a long term or short term memory right. quote unquote memory loss type of thing it's focusing on what's happening now and like if you ask me what i ate for dinner three nights ago i have no fucking idea i have no idea what i had because i'm focusing on what's going on right now focus on what what has happened today and what i'm gonna do tomorrow and that also has to all do with anxiety and you know what's stupid about that too is that like i have like a hard time regulating my moods and my emotions and that like can go from day to day to hour to hour which i don't know if that has anything to do with like anxiety memory loss but it could be because like how can i just earlier today or yesterday feel the same thing as i was feeling today and be like it's all good no worries it's fine you'll figure it out everything's cool to have like the same things going on the next day and forget about that mentality I had or that like place in my mind I was and have a completely different like mental space and be like everything's on fire like you're not gonna get through this you should just quit everything you're doing like I don't I don't know if that's anything to do with the next but that's how it feels sometimes for, for this suggestion my my most most plain answer I can give is focus on everything one step at a time you know step by step you can you have to be able to crawl before you can walk kind of thing be present try to be intentional a hundred percent be present um again one of my main things is don't let your mind fucking eat you alive because I know that can like I said and daily conversation that can happen uh because something is brought up or something triggers something or anything like that it can be rough um remembering the simplest thing and it's very fucking annoying but step by step is the best you can do or like a lot of self-help things core like stuff like that that i've gone through even therapy and everything journaling seems to be like a a overall like suggestion so that could help that could definitely help like a diary a journal whatever yeah like if you're struggling with like any type of like memory issues whether that's due to dissociation or you know lack of being present or whatever like maybe journaling will help could help you could recollect what you were how you were feeling the day before, what things that you can bring in from yesterday, that's, last month, into that's today. That's a great idea, huge, honestly. Yeah. Like you, if, even if you did something, like you can go into detail, obviously, about everything that happened about your day, and I know that takes a lot, but you could do something as simple as like fucking wake <laughs> up, work, lunch, go home, blah, 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 whatever, like just simple like bullet pins kind of thing, and that will kind of spark your memory. Yeah, I know that for for me at least that works for me. 
like if if you were to describe something that happened on a trip like fucking 10 years ago and you made bullet points about like three things that happened it would spark a memory about what happened i know that's how i work i know that's not how some people function but yeah that's personally what i would do for sure well that was a hard one well last one we're gonna get into also thank you guys so much for sending these in please continue to do so i'm gonna try to get better at like being consistent on instagram and everything um but the last one we have going on it or that was submitted was how to muster up the strength to tell yourself you're worthy This is a tough one all the way around. We should do this one first. <laughs> this one's tough. Um, there's a lot of like backstory, I guess, sort of into this question that we didn't like put in. Um, so the way I take this question is usually you have to find self worth in places that are that you don't feel deserving. And there are times that you don't feel deserving and it's usually due to a situation, an argument, a fight, uh, something you did, something you didn't do, some way somebody made you feel. And there's just like a lot to unpack with this question. Uh, We can talk, I feel like worthiness or feeling like our self-worth just in general could be a whole episode on its own. It's something I struggle with um, greatly. Um, so yeah, this one's a little tough for me, but I can only answer it based off of like in the time that we have left, um, in the best way I know how, which is in the times that I felt unworthy, that I felt, uh, that super corny fucking phrase, that cliche thing or phrase that like you only accept the love that you feel like you deserve. I, when I heard it, I was like, that's fucking bullshit. Like, but it's true. I feel like if you do not love yourself enough to know the kind of person that you are, to know your faults, your your shortcomings, and also the things that you're fucking amazing at, it's going to be really hard for you to figure out like what, your worth what what you have to say what it's worth and like find like validation upon yourself and not anyone else in the world whether that's your like partner your family whatever it's going to be really hard to do everybody nobody's perfect we all make mistakes i've hated myself more times than i can count in my life but i've never felt more worthy and deserving of love, happiness, friendship, um, all good things <laughs> than I do now. And that's because I've had to go through really hard times and really shitty things and feeling those like unworthy feelings or whatever. And it's ultimately up to you. I feel like that you make yourself feel unworthy of good things, but it's usually because of like, for me anyway my situations have been because of 
somebody or things in my life or people in my life that make me question that or make me doubt that or tell me that I am not that like worthy or deserving. And I just feel like you need to trust yourself, be confident enough in yourself and what you bring to the table in any situation. And if you are happy with that, if you feel like at the end of the day, like you're a good fucking person, if you're a great friend, if you're, you feel like you do all the things that matter, but you fuck up like we all do, then like stand on that. There's nothing wrong with standing on or holding yourself accountable for like the not so great things. But at the same time, you can do both. You can say, hey, I I fucked up or maybe I didn't handle the situation the best or I'm not the best person right now, but I'm working on it and I know I'm worth working on things. And I know like you, it's so easy to go into like that extreme of like, I, oh, I fuck up or I'm, I make mistakes or I didn't handle this the best way. So like, what the fuck am I worth? Like I suck. Like nobody loves, like I, I've been through that. I've done it. It's a terrible place to be in your mind. And it's very easy to convince yourself that everybody thinks that same way about you. And that's not the truth. It's just up to you to be able to have that foundation on yourself to know like, I'm a great person. I'm a good person. I make mistakes, but I'm worthy of patience, of love, of figuring it out. And you have to just be able to stand on that, be confident in those things. And if you don't feel that way, then you got to figure out how to get there. Self-love, I think, is like, it's, if you don't have that, you're not going to have any, like, anything else, really. I know as on a personal stance how much I get down on myself, how much I doubt myself, how much I tell myself I'm not good enough and not worthy of so many different things. But life only moves forward and living in that state of mind can only bring you down when life hits and you know you have to go to work you have to do you know be social be a parent <laughs> be a parent be a partner whatever it may be a, a certain push comes and you work you do it it's life it fucking sucks sometimes and i know personally that it's so easy to get down on yourself and so much harder to pick yourself back up. But at the end of the day, you're definitely, you're definitely going to have your friends, your true, your true friends, the ones who love you that are going to have your back, give you that little bit of reassurance. But I also know that living with the anxiety and the pride and all the bullshit it gets scary to ask for reassurance or help or whatever it may be. And at the end of the day, being like that, the only person who can push yourself is you. I love that you said that. I love that you said that because the times that I felt the most undeserving and and not worth, like not worthy of things, regardless of how I got there, a lot of it in the picking 
myself up, which is what I had to do, I did have those people in my life. I did have the support. I did have my mom and, you know, fam family members that are really important to me and friends that are really important to me to tell me like, what, like, what are you, what are you thinking about yourself? Like, you're, you're great. You know what I mean? Like you, you do deserve this. Like you're, you, you're this, this, and this, even if you can't see it in yourself right now, you know, like that's super important. I'm glad you said that because I didn't even like think to think about how that, how that was such like a pivotal part for me in like, um, liking myself a little bit more. <laughs> I've, I've been in such rough, rough situations where, you know, I thought there was, there was no return to, a normal kind of fucking living but my mom and a handful of friends basically are the reason that I've been able to turn myself around and be okay and push myself and want more it's it's not easy it's not a fucking walk in the park it's a lot of work um physically emotionally mentally and it's not done alone and, and it's, it's like a big it's not done alone thing to take away from this it's like you if you try, try to do if it you try yourself, to go alone man. it's so much harder than you can ever imagine if possible if possible yeah exactly and just know you're not alone my number one thing you're not alone ever you're not alone and be kind to yourselves always <coughs> and if you can't be kind to yourself i'm sure there is somebody out there in your life that wants to remind you of the greatest things about you and how awesome you are and how worth it you are and the things that you can't really think of in dire times and sometimes those things are really super important to hear and it's not that you're hearing it or learning it for the first time. It's just a reminder, you know, a little light in the darkness. Like, hey, remember, remember who you are. That's love that's yourself, all. push yourself. You can do it, and you're not alone. That is the end of our time. Love We've, you guys. Love you all. And thank you for listening. As always, send in your suggestions to anxietydrive at gmail.com or anxiety underscore drive on Instagram. Yeah, we will see you guys next week. Fireball sponsor us. We love you all.